Welcome to the first edition of KPMG's Global Pulse of Fintech podcast series. Over the next few months, we'll be exploring the findings of our latest Pulse of Fintech report and speaking to some of the fintech leaders and entrepreneurs driving growth in the sector. My name is Perdita Avery, your host for this podcast series. And in this episode, I'm delighted to be able to introduce KPMG's Anton Ruddenclaw, who is chatting with Jason Powell from Ant Group about how they are looking to close the digital skills gap in financial services. Over to you, Anton. My name is Anton Ruddenclaw. I'm the global co-head of FinTech for KPMG International. With me today is Jason Power, who is the Chief of Staff International to the Chairman and CEO of Ant Group. Uh, we're here to talk about a really interesting, exciting and ambitious initiative from Ant Group called the 10 by 1000 programme. It's a programme for uh, fintech aiming to generate greater inclusion, sustainability and innovation. So welcome. Jason. Thank you so much, Anton, and, and thank you for this opportunity to let me talk about this program. And uh, also thank you personally for joining us as one of our uh, you know, judges for our FinTech Foundation program that we just concluded in, in May. Ten times 1000 Tech for Inclusion, you know, actually started in 2018 uh, when we launched it, co-launched it with the IFC. And you know, our mission all along has been to close the digital skills gap and to enable every learner to drive digital economic growth. So our vision for this program, and it's a philanthropic initiative, is to train 1,000 emerging talents and tech leaders, uh, not, only, not only across emerging markets, but also the globe, um, you know, every year for the next 10 years. So our, our goal is that in 10 years, we would have been able to train 10,000 uh, emerging talents and tech leaders on FinTech. But it's, it's actually a little bit more than that. We're also looking to build a community. And so we see this as not just a one-time learn and then you leave. Uh, we really think the power is going to be in the community, uh, a global community of fintech practitioners and, and also leaders. Go back a few years from when you uh, when you decided to kick off the program. How did you realize the, the gaps in the market? And just tell us a bit more about the the genesis of you know really what you're trying to fill within our you know digital economies. Ant Group's um, uh, really its origin started in 2004 with Alipay, and and so over the last uh, 17 years of our journey, uh, we realized uh, really that digital skills, tech skills, um, you know, really the heart of what can drive uh, this new era of digital growth and digital innovation, digital transformation. And so, you know, as we worked with partners globally, uh, we identified, um, you know, really in 2018, that that need is ever more present. And let me just make a, a comment that I think COVID-19 has also shown the world how important uh, digital skills is. And I think we're staring in the face this, this idea, this concept of the digital divide. And I think we all need to work harder being the business of fintech that we are in to ensure that this digital divide doesn't persist. In fact, uh, we're in an era where the digital dividend uh, should be available to, to all. I know that you, you run different streams on the, the program. So you have a stream for CXOs and founders. You've got another stream that we've supported more recently, which is Capstone. Um, wondering if you can give us a little bit of uh, flavor on the, 
priorities and the objectives for that particular part of your program and how it's worked so far? Let me actually uh, get into the pain points uh, a little bit more and then I'll, I'll address the capstone. You know, the pain points that we see through this training that we've, we've launched is really four pain points. And, and the first is around the mindset. Uh, today, I think there's a, a widespread adoption and availability of technologies, whether it's uh, AI blockchain, uh, cloud computing, uh, you, you name it. Uh, but I think we realize that those are only tools. And, and so one of the pain points that we're hoping to solve is how can we uh, provide case studies, how the mindset should be developed in, in adopting these technologies to drive key things like inclusion, sustainability, green. The second is, is tech. A, a lot of people, are, are, are companies are just figuring out how to apply tech to solve business problems. So the application of tech itself, uh, I think is another pain point that we're hoping to solve uh, with this training program. A third is on the community. The world is, is progressing at different paces in terms of the option of FinTech, both from a consumer side and also from a, a business side. And, and I really do think that the strength of FinTech globally has not reached its, its potential yet. And lastly, it's global curriculum. Uh, I think today there's a few countries that probably dominate in terms of its experience in using, deploying fintech. And, and I think that the curriculum in which a learner would go through benefits vastly if it's a truly global curriculum. That's another thing that we're hoping to do with the 10 times 1000 program. On the capstone, and let me thank uh, KPMG and Anton yourself for your leadership in joining this initiative with us. It was fantastic. The capstones had three different uh, areas to focus on. One is sustainability, one is innovation, and one is inclusion. And I'll be very honest, we were absolutely surprised by the quality of the capstone project. So each of these teams took one of these topics and worked together to identify a problem and then come up with a solution, a product uh, that could be taken to the market. Some of the interesting themes that really came out during this process, uh, youth was one of them. You know, how can we drive financial literacy access to the youth? Uh, it's such an important topic. Uh, the second is climate change. We had teams working on developing uh, carbon trading markets using FinTech. Third is the unbanked. You know, how do we bring the unbanked, the informal sector, those that have not been reached by traditional financial services into financial services, leveraging FinTech. And then lastly is I think the broad topic of digital transformation. You know, how do you help incumbent financial institutions leverage FinTech to drive greater access? Uh, so the, the capstone itself was, was really great for us to take a peek into some of these um, you know, amazing minds across Asia as we're working together on this project. I find it a good experience. I, I like um, I like when people create things. There's a certain buzz around being creative and collaborative. And it was interesting you used the phrase fintech a few times, which means different things to different people. But in your cohort, you had actually legacy banks, community financing and banking organizations, the fintech in its classic sense. Um, so it's a real mixture of sort of backgrounds and even ages, actually. If we take it then back to the CXOs and the founders, what are you seeking to address with them and how are you going to help them in their journey? There is a lot on, on, on the executives' minds these days, whether they're uh, bank, 
whether they're a startup, uh, whether they're in a mid, medium or large size fintech or fintech related business. I, I think companies today are, are really understanding that ESG is as critical to their business, their true north, um, as is any part of their business. Because I think we all agree that sustainability, uh, social responsibility, governance, these are all things that uh, need to be part and parcel of how businesses are designed and managed. And as leaders of these organizations, you know, how to do that well, how to do that in a sustainable manner that delivers impact uh, is top of mind. And of course, technology today gives us the tools to do it even better. So I think that's one is ESG. Um, a second big topic, I mentioned it before, is youth. And you know, I'll be very straightforward. You know, most of the individuals that are running large businesses or, or even founders, uh, startups, they're not generation you know, Z, right? And, and, but we do know that today's younger generation are at the very, very tip of what's driving consumer behavior. And so CXOs really need to take a step back and take a step down really and listen uh, to what this young generation wants, needs, and how they think. So I think youth is a big one. And business models and monetization, we call it sort of the holy grail of how businesses run in sort of the fintech industry, but you know, how do you monetize your, your, your user base? How do you do it in a way that's sustainable? What business models are working and not working? It's constantly evolving. Uh, I think that's one that's top of mind. Um, and then a final one is on investment. Call it corporate corporate finance. Uh, today there are myriad of options in terms of how to raise capital, deploy capital, um, partner up, and so CXOs, CEOs are constantly thinking, you know, what avenue should I take and when? Uh, and I think you know that's also speaking to the uh, really hot you know IPO activity over the last year or so. So these are some of the topics that we've surveyed from our CXOs and, and hopefully what we can deliver through the next program. Yeah, that, that certainly makes sense. And the last point of investment is an interesting one. Obviously, uh, yeah, Pulse of FinTech is showing you know, record uh, half-year investment in, in 2021. And um, some, some interesting themes, you know, a lot of the FinTechs are scaling and staying private for longer, some are IPOing. But actually, if you look at the private um, capital markets, they're taking listed companies private in record numbers this year so far. So it's a, a real transition in our capital markets right now, which I'm sure you must see um, through your business, given you've got so, such a good lens. Um, if I sort of go one step further beyond your perspectives on the, the CXOs, what have you learned so far from the program and, and what has surprised you um, that you didn't anticipate that you would, you know, you'd see in the program. I think we've been surprised at how resilient everyone is today. There is a strong desire for collaboration across companies, across sectors, solve problems. Second one is there is a very strong passion uh, from these practitioners uh, to really learn the latest in technology and how to deploy it to solve problems. Um, and, and I think that's something that uh, we're excited about. I think that's something the entire industry should be excited about because that, that really speaks to the, the potential for greater collaboration, as I mentioned before, within this global community. Uh, two more specific things. 
Um, I wouldn't say that they surprised me, but they're very, very, uh, it was very clear. The availability of technology is not even. Although it's access accessible, it's not even. And a second one I think that we're all grappling with is certainly COVID has helped. How do you educate the market so that they're comfortable changing behavior? So, so that continues to be one of the challenges uh, that I think our learners are grappling with as they're designing products and services for their users. You know, how do you push consumer behavior to adopt uh, new technologies? Yeah, that, that certainly resonates. And I know within Group, you have a strong focus also on, on SMEs and, and really helping the SMEs digitize. Um, that must be another kind of key market for you as you move forward, given uh, you could arguably say a lot of SMEs around the world are underserved. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, you know, I think the SMEs is a broader topic. Uh, we're just in the initial innings of what we're calling the digital era. And we're glad that more and more companies uh, are seeing the value in it. Um, and more and more companies are seeing the value not only for themselves, uh, but especially in how they deliver services to uh, users that they've had, but also users that they haven't had before. And, and I think one of the key trends here is, is how is digital transformation uh, going to drive inclusion? And that's something that we're very focused on. Mm. Yes, it certainly resonates here in Southeast Asia when you look at the likes of Philippines and, and Indonesia, you know, fast growing digital economies, but so many people don't have access to what I would say would be basic services. So, you know, that's a, that's a really good intention from Ant Group. Um, if people want to get involved in the 10 by 1000 program, how do they do that? You know, 10 times 1000 type for inclusion, we're, we're just getting started. Uh, this uh, last uh, few months was our first launch of our online platform. And what we're really hoping to build here is a global community, um, an open community. And, and so the easiest way to, to do it is, is get in direct touch with us, um, to, to head over to our website, 10x1000.org. Um, and please reach out. We're, we're really looking forward to, to working with more partners uh, around the world. That was Jason Powell, the Chief of Staff to the Chairman and CEO of Ant Group, speaking to KPMG's Global Co-Head of Fintech, Anton Ruddenclaw. Join us again soon, where we'll have more insights and interviews from our Pulse of Fintech report. And remember, you can read our Fintech findings in more detail at home.kpmg. Thanks for listening.